The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents the defending Heartland Conference champion, Mount St. Joseph Lions. Top of the key. He's going to be hammered. He's going to pull up for the three. This game is brought to you by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. Ascent Safety Solutions. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. The Mount St. Joseph University. JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. F and Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. Jake Sweeney Automotive at jakesweeney.com. And La Rosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. Mount St. Joseph University Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Harrington Center for the final time in this 2018-2019 college basketball season. This afternoon, we've got doubleheader Saturday for you as it is a women's and men's doubleheader here from the Harrington Center as the Mount St. Joseph Lions will be entertaining the Earlham Quakers on the final day of the regular season. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell, and of course, these two ball clubs for Mount St. Joseph, the Lion women, well, they've got one game left after this one at least, and that will be on Tuesday night. Now, where it will be is a guess. Who it will be against is no guess. It will be against the Defiance Yellow Jackets. That will be Tuesday night in the quarterfinals of the conference tournament. Now, where it will be depends upon what happens with Defiance this afternoon as they play Hanover today. If Defiance wins and the Mount wins, Defiance will host the game on Tuesday night. Should Defiance lose, well, then the Mount will host the game on Tuesday night. It's very simple, just as plain as that, and that is what will happen on Tuesday night. As far as the men are concerned, well, after the Transylvania loss to Franklin on Wednesday night, even though the Lions won by a point over Hanover, 70-69. to Today, the men's season will end against the Quakers. So it will not matter what happens with the men, whether they win or lose today. The season is over after today, and that is an oddity for head coach Toby Kerrigan. We'll be talking to him about that coming up before today's second game. We're also going to be talking with head coach Toby Kerrigan, but today, or excuse me, to Dan Benjamin, the women's coach, but also today... We've got a special treat for you as it is Senior Day. And we are going to be talking with three of the Mount St. Joseph seniors this afternoon. The only three that are on the team. Lainey Studer, Haley Hudson, and Brooklyn Sturwald will be our guests on this afternoon's pregame show coming up in our second segment. Earlham comes into this afternoon's ballgame. Losers of four in a row after losing to Defiance on Wednesday night, 62 to 46. They've got a 2 and 9 road record on the season. Their overall record this year has been 8 and 16. They are 6 and 11 in the Heartland Conference. As far as the Lions are concerned, 
They have got more wins now than they have had in the previous six seasons. They are 13-11, and 11, going for win number 14 this year. They're going to the playoffs for the third time in four seasons. They've got a record in the Heartland Conference of eight wins against nine losses. That is good enough right now for a tie for fourth with Defiance. And the reason that Defiance, if they win, gets the tiebreaker against the Lions, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. Well, they've split. So then they go to what you did against the first place team. Well, they split against them. They both lost to their, the games to, against Transylvania. Then they go down to who has got the best road record. Well, that goes to Defiance. So if they win today, they win it. If they lose today, the Lions get the home court advantage. We'll be talking about that all this afternoon, and we'll be bringing it up as we watch that scoreboard coming up from Defiance and their game is going to tip off as we take a look at it at 1 o'clock. So their game against Hanover is going to be going on at the same time this one will be. So we're going to keep a very close eye on that one. Believe me, I would rather be here on Tuesday night bringing you the women's game than going up north to Defiance, even though that's where I was born and raised in that area. I'd rather be down here in Cincinnati on Tuesday night than going up into northwest Ohio and doing a broadcast for you on Tuesday evening. So that's the way things shape up heading into this one. The Lions 9-4 and four here at home, and they are coming off of a loss Wednesday night against Hanover in their ball game against Hanover. They fell in that contest on Wednesday night by a 74-61 to 61 score. In that contest, they tried to speed it up a little bit, as you'll hear Dan Benjamin talk just a little bit later on in the pregame show. They were only down by three at the half and ended up losing and running out of gas in the fourth quarter as they were outscored 24-9 to after taking a three-point lead into the fourth quarter. The Lions were led by Maddie Haberthy with 19 points in the ballgame. Off the bench was Laney Studer. Now, Studer, yeah, you're right. She did come off the bench. Dan Benjamin will explain why coming up at halftime, but to give you the reasons why here on the pregame show, Studer and Haley Hudson were late for a team meeting the night before. They were 2 minutes and 30 seconds late for the team meeting, so he benched them what was originally going to be for 2 minutes and 30 seconds, but because of the attitude that they had at the beginning of the ball game and the energy that they showed for the girls on the floor taking their place, Bear decided to put them in earlier and told them exactly that was the reason because they stuck with it. Studer off the bench had 14 points in the ball game. Hudson added 8, and Alea Huff had 12 points in the ball game against Hanover, but they could not pull out the win as they fell 74 to 61, dropping their mark to 8 and 9 in the Heartland Conference. A lot going on today. It is Senior Day here at the Mount, and we will be having the celebration coming up both before both ball games and in between ball games. So stick around for all of that, and we're going to be thanking a lot of people during this afternoon's broadcast. I'm Dave Mitchell, live here from the Harrington Center. Glad to have you along this afternoon. When we come back, we're going to be talking to the three seniors for the Mount St. Joseph Lions, Haley Hudson, Brooklyn Sturwald, and Laney Studer. We'll do that when we come back after this. This is the story of a boy who didn't talk for a long time. The boy liked things to always be the same. Any changes would scare and upset him. 
Town was an unfriendly place. The boy was very sensitive to lights and sounds. So he built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. The boy didn't like looking people in the eye. He wasn't trying to be mean. It just made him feel uncomfortable. Sometimes he would flap his arms again and again. One day I found out I had something called autism. My family got me help. Slowly I found my voice and learned all the ways I could live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute-by-minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. We're back on this afternoon's pregame show back here at the Harrington Center with the three women's basketball seniors here this afternoon. Haley Hudson, Lainey Studer, and also Brooklyn Sturwald. Almost forgot your name, Brooklyn, but you know, so let's start out with you since I almost forgot your name. <laughs> Brooklyn, first of all, talk a little bit about what this season, as it does come to an end without shedding the tears, what has it been like throughout this entire season for you? Um, this season has by far been one of the best seasons that I've had here at the Mount, and I'm just beyond grateful to have the teammates that I've had surround me. Um, and has the experience here at the Mount been what you expected it was going to be? Definitely, most definitely, yes. Let's go to Haley. Haley, the shoulder surgery. You busted your butt to get back on the floor. Talk about what that injury was and just exactly what you had to do to get back on the floor this season. Yeah, um, so this was my third shoulder surgery, and I had um, this thing called, what was it, bicep tendinitis, and they did a, basically that plus a bunch of other things. But once I had that surgery, I thought I was done. I thought the season was over with. Um, I thought I was done for basically the rest of my life. Um, but then getting to rehab and recovering really fast and then seeing my teammates push through and day in and day out made me push harder and want to come back to help them. So once I got into rehab and realized that it was kind of possible to make a comeback, um, I pushed even harder just for them, and that's basically why I came back for my teammates. Yeah, Bear said about four games into the season you came back and said, can I come back? Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of talked to my physical therapist, and I asked him if it was crazy to think like that, and he's like, no, I mean, it'll be 10 weeks. Um, like, we were talking, and I was like, what about in two weeks? Can I come back in two weeks? And he's like, I mean, that'll be your 10-week mark. I think it's not crazy, but I don't think it's that likely that you could, but I pushed really hard, and here I am now. Laney Studer, you're one of the leaders on this ball club. Talk a little bit about why, first of all, you came to the Mount four years ago. Um, so I played basketball pretty much my whole life, and I wanted to continue that, but the Mount has one of the best nursing programs in Cincinnati, so that was one of my main decisions. But just coming in and seeing the team and like them welcoming me with like open arms, 
how are you a different player now than you were as a freshman? Um, as a freshman, I was real quiet and just, like, did what I needed to do. And now I feel like I'm more of a leader. Like, um, I don't know. I just feel like I talk more to the girls and, like, I try and help them out and, like, tell them, like, what they're doing right or what they're doing wrong. So You're not afraid to take that last shot, though, are you? I'm sure not. Whether it goes in or it goes out, I'm not scared to take it. Mackenzie, Dan tells me that your shot has really improved over the last four years. Talk about what you've done to improve your shot. Um, I think the main thing is just coming in and making sure I work hard each and every day and just always making sure I stay with the form and practicing what I need to practice. Haley, when you're out on the floor, what's what's your job for this team now as you've come in over the last six or seven games? What are you focusing on as, as you get on the floor? Um, I basically focus on all the little things. I don't really necessarily focus on scoring just because my shoulder isn't the best and I don't really like to shoot that much. So I try to focus on all the little things like getting Laney open or my other teammates open by setting screens. I try to rebound the best I can and just do all the little things that my team needs me to do. Laney, one question to you about the team and the, the program, the way it's gone. I mean, this is the first time in a long time that this program has had a winning season. What does that mean to you as a senior? Um, it's incredible to actually come in and accomplish something that hasn't been done in a while. Um, I know our girls, all of us as a team, like wear it on our shoulder, like we're proud of it. Not not many people recognize it, but we know what we've done, so that's all that matters. Does it feel good to have one more game after this one at least? Oh, there's probably going to be two more games. <laughs> Mackenzie, what do you what do you study and what's your major? My major is early childhood education. Laney? Uh, nursing. Haley? Sports management. Ah, that's what my son graduated in. <laughs> hey, girls, thanks a lot. Good luck today, and we'll see you in the tournament. Thank you. The three seniors this afternoon for the women's team, Haley Hudson, Laney Studer, and Brooklyn Sturwald before this afternoon's ball game. This one should be a very entertaining matchup, but of course all the eyes and ears are going to be pointed north during this one as Defiance is getting set to take on Hanover. If Defiance wins, they host on Tuesday night against the Mount. If Defiance loses to Hanover, well then Defiance comes down here and plays the Mount in that ball game. Just to take a look at the women's standings heading into this afternoon's contest, and we'll take a look at the schedule coming up after this. Transylvania has won 21 in a row. They are 16-1 and on the season, 22-2 and on the year. Rose Holman right behind them, though, at 15-2. and Then comes Hanover at 13-4. and the Mount and Defiance tied for fourth at eight and nine, and then in sixth place is Bluffton at seven and ten. So this game means a lot to Earlham right now. Earlham is six and eleven. They are just a game behind Bluffton for that final spot in the tournament. Now nobody knows how the tiebreakers in the Heartland Conference really work. So this this ball game for Earlham could either put them in or drop them out. And, of course, Dan Benjamin is going to talk a little bit later on in the pregame show about how he hopes that this game is going to knock them out because chore number one for the Lions is to win here this afternoon. Now, another action going on around the Heartland Conference. Well, let's tell you what happened on Wednesday night. 
We told you that Hanover defeated the Mount by 13, 74 to 61, and it was Earlham losing to Defiance, 62 to 46. Elsewhere, Transylvania beat up on Franklin, 90 to 52. Rose Holman did the same to Anderson, 63-35, and in overtime, Bluffton defeated Manchester, 77 to 69. Now this afternoon, the game of most importance to the Lions. Tips off in about 10 minutes, and that will be Hanover at Defiance. Elsewhere in the league, Transylvania goes to Anderson. That game gets underway at 2. Also at 2, Manchester is at Rose-Holman, and also at 2 o'clock, Bluffton will be at Franklin. So, here's a look at the tournament. Well, according to everybody down here, the tournament is going to begin on Tuesday night. According to... The Heartland Conference website, it begins on Monday night. So we're going to go with Tuesday night, and supposedly that is where it will be held. Now, if Transylvania wins the conference, then the tournament for the women will be held down there. Right now, in the men's brackets, though, it is Hanover still leading the league, and if they win the league, then it will be over at Hanover. The men's tournament will be. Or it could be at Rose Holman, depending upon what happens today. But we'll get into men's action coming up a little bit later on in today's broadcast. We're about nine minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's ball game. We're going to talk with head coach Dan Benjamin when we come back. We'll do that right after this. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Join your old friends and new at Sunday's Pub on 8582 Winton Road in Finneytown. The month of October marks the 10th anniversary for Sundays, and they're celebrating. On Mondays is server night. All domestic beers are $1.50. Stop in on Fridays before the game starting at 4 for free appetizers. And when the Bengals are on the road, join Sundays for a Bengals potluck party. See the Bengals on the big screens at Sundays. Your taste buds will water when you walk into Sunday's Pub. Sunday's Pub, 8582 Winston Road in Finneytown. Fifteen grand. Yes, fifteen thousand dollars. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri County. During Ram Power Days, you'll save up to fifteen grand on new Ram trucks. Only at Jake Sweeney Ram Tri County. Action. Uh, using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say and and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others. And so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative. It's offensive to gay people. And you're better than that. When it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way. And I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge. And I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade. And it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you. And if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. Well, these two teams met back on December 15th. seems like two months ago and quite honestly it was and the Mount came away with a win in Earlham 57 to 53 and it was a close one Zoe Curtis led the way for the Quakers with 17 points but for the Lions it was Aaliyah Tucker off the bench who had 14 points in the ball game we spoke earlier with head coach Dan Benjamin about the tournament implications of this afternoon's ball game and just what it is going to take 
for the Lions to win against this 8-16 and Earlham Quaker ball club. Dan, before this afternoon's ball game, first of all against Earlham, let's talk about the tiebreaker. Right now you're tied up with Defiance with 8-9 and nine records. Uh, what happens if you win today and Defiance wins? Who actually gets the fourth seed? Defiance would get the fourth seed there, Dave. They, uh, we both split with Hanover, and then the next um, tiebreaker at that point is road wins in the conference, and they have five and we have three. Um, and that's where we're at. So if Hanover pulls off the W, it doesn't matter what we do. Win or lose. So if you win, and or if Defiance wins, you end up going up there on Tuesday night. If they lose, you end up staying here and facing Defiance on Tuesday night. Yes, yes, and we both split, obviously, during the season. We beat them here. They beat us up there pretty handily the last time. Um, you know, the score didn't indicate really what what the final should have been. You know how it is late in the game. You start fouling, hope they miss, and, you know, they didn't, and we came down and we were empty, did a couple, three, four possessions, and uh Allen's done a great job up there. Good program. It's his first year. He, he's always done well. He was an assistant at Wilmington. I know he'd do well up there. Um, right now, the theme for everybody playing Mount St. Joe is sub, 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 because they don't have any subs. Um, and even our own girls, they know that. They know we're struggling. We got 10 dressing, and we only play about seven or eight. And, uh, you know, we got to fight through that, and hopefully we'll manage the clock today like we did uh, a few games in one. And uh, we got a little out of control with Hanover early. Uh, my, some of my younger girls started pushing the ball and sprinting, and I said, "Girls, we can't do that. We don't have the horses." Mm-hmm. So you got to do what's best for the whole group. And I think they understand that today, and that's what we're going to try and do: is control the game, control the clock, and see what we can do to uh, manage our girls' energy and our ability to finish in the third and fourth. So first things first, you got to win today. We we need to win. I think going to the tournament is key to win. Uh, you know, we came off a loss at Hanover, like I said. We missed a lot of layups, but we didn't control the game towards the end. Um, but a win today, you know, you want to send your seniors out with a win. You want to get to that 14th win, which is big. You want to have a win going into the tournament, whether you're hosting or going there. <laughs> First game was a close one, and you managed to squeak it out at the end, 57-53. What do you remember about that game? Not much because it was so long ago. It was long um, ago. We didn't play great, but we fought like heck to get that W on the road. We haven't won in Earl in a long time. Um, obviously, we, we were down a player that we used there, but uh, I don't know if they're down any players from the first game. Uh, she's got them playing decent. I mean, no no offense to, to the program. As coaches, you look, you evaluate, and Shauna's got them playing good basketball here and there. But they run up to a couple uh, road bumps, I guess. You know, I think Manchester beat them. And uh, then they went and got beat by somebody else. And then they pulled out one W, I think, in the last four or five games. And they're probably on the same course we're on. The game today is probably a little more important for them. They need to win to keep their hopes alive and make a tournament. I think if I looked at it right, if they win and Bluffton wins, they're going to, or Bluffton loses, they're tied. So I don't know the tiebreaker from there because that's not what I'm worried about. But it's a big game for them. For us, it's huge. It's senior day. First recruiting class. Um, practice yesterday was pretty emotional bear thanks a lot we'll talk to you again after the game i appreciate that dave thank you dan benjamin before this afternoon's ball game the earlham quakers eight and 16 they have lost four in a row heading into this one including wednesday night's loss at defiance 62 to 46 their conference record is six and 11 they are one game behind in the conference standings for that sixth and final playoff spot. Meanwhile, for the Lions, they want to secure that fourth seed, and in order to do it, not only do they have to win today, but Defiance has to lose today. 
The Lions come in with a record of 13-11, and 11, and as you heard Bear say, the Lions desperately want that 14th win of the season. They are 9-4 and four here at home. It's their best record in years here at the Mount. They are 8-9 and nine in tournament play, or in, excuse me, in conference play. Lions come in averaging 59.2 points per ball game, giving up almost 67 points an outing. That's in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, for Earlham, they are averaging 58.7 points per game offensively and six, giving up 63.1 points this season in the Heartland Conference. The Lions, as they head into this afternoon's ball game, the last time that they played this ball club was back on December the 15th. We told you about that. And the Lions came away with a four-point hard-fought victory against Earlham in that contest to win by that four-point margin. Let's now go down to the public address announcer for today's senior day activities as the three seniors for the Lions who will be introduced, Haley Hudson, Laney Sturwald, Laney Studer, excuse me, and Brooklyn Sturwald.
tournament three over four years. She will graduate with a bachelor's degree in early childhood education. After graduation, Brooklyn plans to find a job as elementary school teacher and pursue a master's degree in education. Miss Brooklyn Sterling. the senior day activities going on here today at the Mount and of course the three women seniors playing what could be their final home game ever and we always never really talk about the student assistant and that is Joshua Cruzel who is in his fourth year uh, helping out Dan Bear Benjamin on the bench and believe me nobody knows better than me who just how much a student assistant can help out a coach, and especially Dan, who has really leaned upon Joshua throughout the past few years. So the Lions getting set to take on Earlham here this afternoon, and when we come back, we'll go over the starting lineups. One little quick story, though, before we go. When I had the chance to interview the three girls... Brooklyn, Laney, and Haley, they were about as nervous as you could be just to have the microphone put in front of their faces. They, Laney said, maybe we, we are going to have to take about two or three takes on this. And I said, look, girls, I promise I will not let you sound bad. And they came off and did it just like troopers and explained exactly what the mount meant to them and what this season has meant to them, as you heard the public address announcer say, first winning season in 16 years, and that's what the Lions have done here this afternoon. They're going for their 14th win of the year and their ninth in the Heartland Conference, and hopefully if they win today and Defiance loses, they can host a tournament game right back here at the Harrington Center on Tuesday night. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to check the starting lineups and have the opening tip-off for this afternoon's ball game when we come back right after these messages. Green, with the help of the Natural Resources Defense Council, together we're sweating every part of the NBA experience to keep the environmental footprint small and the excitement big. From solar on the roof to more recycling stations to less wasteful packaging to low-flow water restrooms. It all adds up. Join the green team at nba.com slash green and nrdc.org slash sports. 
Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site, Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Well, the game in defiance has gotten underway here this afternoon. Hanover very early in the ball game, just a minute and a half in, leads it by a score of two to nothing. Hanover 17 and 7 heading into that one with a 13 and 4 conference mark, while defiance 9 and 15, and of course we told you 8 and 9 in the conference. Now in Division One's men's basketball this afternoon, some games underway in the second half. It is Clemson over Louisville by a score of 29-22. to Also in the second half, North Carolina is beating up on Wake Forest 56-23. to 19 minutes left to go in the ballgame. Michigan over Maryland 29-20. to Texas Tech is going to be hosting Baylor this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Also at 2, Notre Dame will be at Virginia, and Florida State goes to Georgia Tech. At 4 o'clock this afternoon, it is West Virginia at Kansas. Penn State will be at Purdue. Iowa State goes to K-State, and Virginia Tech will be at Pitt. Tonight at 6, Iowa will be at Rutgers. LSU goes to Georgia. North Carolina State will be at Duke. And then in 8 o'clock games, number 1 Tennessee will be at Kentucky. At 10 o'clock tonight, Nevada goes to Wyoming and Gonzaga will be hosting South Dakota. All those games coming up at 10 o'clock here this evening. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with the starting lineups and have the opening tip-off of this afternoon's ball game between the Mount and Earlham when we come back to the Harrington Center on the final day of the regular season. We'll be back right after this. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute-by-minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. It's basketball time from the Harrington Center here on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. It is women's basketball to start off this doubleheader Saturday. So let's check out the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Earlham Quakers under head coach Shauna Watson. And their record is 8-16 and coming in, 6-11 and in the Heartland Conference. They will start at the forward positions. A 5'10 junior, number 43, Zoe Curtis, averaging 12 points a ball game. Kayla Bowling will be at the other forward, number 12. She is a 5'5 sophomore, averaging 11.3 a contest. 
Michaela McFarland will be in the middle today. She's number 21, a senior, five foot eight inches tall. McFarland averaging just under five points a ball game. And in the backcourt will be Asia Tennant. Tennant, a 5'5 sophomore, number 30. She's averaging 2.3 points per ball game. And Cameron White, number 10, will be at the point. She is averaging 12.5 an outing. She is a 5'6 junior. So it's Curtis and Bowling at the forwards. McFarland in the middle. Tennant and White at the guards for the Quakers of Earlham. Coming in losers of four in a row. And they have fallen to defiance last Wednesday night by the final score of 62 to 46 under head coach Shauna Watson. She is assisted by Macy Elston. Now for the Mount St. Joseph Lions here on Senior Day with their best record in the last 16 seasons, 13 and 11, 8 and 9 in the Heartland Conference and looking to host a tournament game here at the Harrington Center on Tuesday night. They will start at the forward positions. Number 12, Haley Hudson, a 5'9 senior, averaging 6.5 an outing. At the other forward will be Laney Studer. She's number 13, a 5'7 senior. She's averaging 12 a contest. In the middle is Aaliyah Huff, number 44, a 6-foot sophomore, averaging 6 a game. And in the backcourt will be Brooklyn Sturwald. Sturwald, number 14. She is a 5'5 senior, averaging 5 an outing. And Maddie Haberthy will be at the other guard, number 23, averaging 15 a contest. She is a 5'5 sophomore. So again for the Lions, it is Hudson and Studer at the forward. Tough in the middle. Sturwald and Haberthy will be at the guard positions for head coach Dan Benjamin in his sixth season here at the Mount. He is assisted by senior student assistant Josh Cruzel and Kayla Bush along with Kayla Parsley. These two teams met on December 15th. Lions came away with a four-point win. 57-53. They hope to do the same thing here at home where they are 9-4. and Earlham on the road, 2-9 and this season. Earlham in their road maroon uniforms with maroon numerals and white trim. The Lions in their home gold uniforms with dark blue numerals and white trim. Huff in the center circle with Curtis. And the tip is controlled into the backcourt to Laney Studer. And we're underway. Lions going from left to right across your computer screen. With it is Hudson around a pick by Huff, stops baseline right, put up the 12-footer off the back iron, no good, and the rebound taken down by Michaela McFarland. They get the ball up the floor into the front court to White. White back over on the right side to McFarland, now around to the wing to Tennant, back over to White. McFarland gets the ball on the left-hand side to Tennant. Tennant back outside to McFarland. McFarland swings it underneath to Curtis, right of the lane, kicks it back outside to McFarland, left baseline, eight in the shot clock. Back over on the left-hand side to White. White dribbles to the free-throw line, throws up a 14-footer, no good, and the rebound taken down by Curtis, kicks it back over to White, now out front to Tennant. So the first offensive rebound goes by the way of Earlham. With it is Tennant out front, swings it over on the left-hand side to White. White dribbles top side, back over to Tennant. Baseline right. It goes to Bowling. Bowling with the first touch of the afternoon. Now back outside to McFarland for three from the left wing. Got it. McFarland drills the three, and they go with the full-court pressure, 1-2-2, but the Lions get the ball to Hudson, back over to Studer on the left-hand side, and she'll break the press. Up the floor to Maddie Haberthy on the right side, gets it back outside to Studer. Studer between 
the circles. Back over to Hudson around a pick by Scooter to the right side. Hudson on a nice backdoor pass to Haberthy. Feeds left corner to Brooklyn Sturwald. Back outside to Studer. Studer with the basketball on the left-hand side. Studer now dribbles right of the lane. Kicks it over to the right corner to Hudson for a long three. Missed it. Huff had the rebound in her hands, but lost it out of bounds. So the ball will go back to Earlham. 8-20. Left to go. In this first quarter of action, they play quarters in women's basketball in college. Halves and the men. With the basketball is McFarland on the left-hand side. It goes to Bowling. Bowling back over on the right-hand side to White. Now back out front to Tennant. She's going to throw up the floater. Got it. Check out Cameron White. Excuse me. White with her first two. And it is five to nothing. Earlham on top of it. With it on the left-hand side of Hudson. Dan Benjamin sort of expected this because of the emotional outlay that the three seniors had today. Told you how nervous they were in the pregame show just doing the interview. Studer, top of the circle, gets it off to Haberthy. Dribbles left of the lane, now backs it out to the wing. Bounce pass went right by Sturwald, but it's picked up by Studer on the left side. Six in the shot clock. Studer looking for the shot. Dribbles to the free throw line. Puts up the 15-footer. No good. And the rebound comes out long to Kayla Bowling. Bowling then gets tied up, and the jump ball will give it back to Earlham. Possession arrow pointing the other direction. So Earlham going right to left across your computer screen. We'll get the ball back with 7.27 remaining to go in this first quarter. Bringing it up the floor is White on the left-hand side. It goes to Bowling. Bowling feeds it over to White. White back out to Tennant. Now Tennant on the left-hand side to Bowling. Bowling with it on the left-hand side. Gets it back out front on the left-hand side to Zoe Curtis. She'll put it up, and she is going to be called for a walk prior to the shot. So the turnover... Gives the ball back to Mount St. Joseph. 7.07 left to go in the first quarter. 5 nothing inbounds pass. Taken away by Earlham. They get the basketball back out front to Bowling. Now top of the key to McFarland. Put up the three. No good. Rebound tapped around. And it'll be a foul called underneath. And I believe it's going to be on Cameron White. And it will be. White with her first personal foul of the ball game. And that is the first against either team. Here in the first quarter. Into the front court will come Laney Studer against that pressure, but they fall off of it as soon as Studer gets the basketball. Now to Hudson, top of the key to the right-hand side of the lane, outside the arc. Gets it on the right side of the lane to Huff. Nice spinning move into the lane to her right, laid it up and in. Boy, Aaliyah Huff could really be the key for the Lions as they head into the tournament. If they could get some outstanding post play from her, they're going to be tough to beat. With it on the right-hand side is White. White hands it off to Curtis. Now back out front to White. Swings it on the left-hand side, Bowling. Bowling back inside to Curtis in the lane. Kicks it back out front to McFarland. Right wing three. No good, too hard. And the rebound, Laney Studer. She'll bring it up the floor into the front court. Off to Sturwald, left sideline. Outside the arc, Sturwald with a couple of dribbles. Now can't find the ever-present Laney Studer, so Sturwald's going to drive left of the lane, throw up the left-handed shot, knowing a foul will be called by the outside official against Earlham, and that will be on Kayla Bowling. Now check that, it's going to be Michaela McFarland. McFarland with her first. The official held up a one and a two, which could have meant Kayla Bowling, or it could have meant McFarland, and they went with McFarland. 5-2, Earlham on top of it by 3, 5.59 to go. Going line right is Sturwald, shooting 60% from the strike. Put it up and it's no good. 
Out of the ball game now for Earlham is McFarlane. Second one by Sturwald. No good again. She missed both of them. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Gets it up the floor to Amy Wisner, who's into the ball game. Wisner kicks it back outside, and a foul will be called on Cameron White as she had the dribble. And a foul will be called against the Lions. Checking into the ballgame, Mackenzie Mark, a man leaving is Brooklyn Sturwald. 5.49 left to go. Foul was called against Haley Hudson. That is her first, team's first. On the left-hand side, White has it, looking inside. Now gets a bounce pass, top of the circle. And it goes to Kendall Spears. Spears with it, back over to Wisner, dribbles over to Spears. She'll put it up from the left baseline from seven. No good, and the rebound to Leah Huff. Huff will get it up the floor into the front court to Studer. Tried to feed a pass up the floor to Huff. It went over her head and out of bounds. And the turnover gives the ball back to Earlham. Checking the score in Defiance very quickly. And what do we have? 22-12 to Hanover over Defiance. And the underneath official as Earlham was bringing the ball up the floor and wants the shot clock reset. And that's going to allow Earlham to bring in Kyra Joseph, a 5'7 junior. You heard Bear on the pregame show say that a lot of these teams right now are doing a lot of substituting early in the ballgame because they know the Lions are only seven deep. So they do a lot of substituting throughout the first three quarters to try to wear the Lions down. And it, it has worked. In some games, not a lot in others. Joseph brings it up, gets it over to Wisner. Wisner back outside to White. Now back over to Joseph. Joseph dribbles down to the right baseline, throws it up from seven. Got it. And then Joseph almost stole the inbounds pass. Check that. That was Cameron White, excuse me, who did all that. That is her fourth point of the ball game. And it is seven to two. Jalea Fair-Harris is into the ball game. And leaving is Haley Hudson. Studer will put the ball in play in the back baseline as the Lions go against that full-court pressure, and Harris gets the basketball for the first time. Over to Studer, and then Erlem drops off the pressure. Studer will bring it across, basically unattended, dribbles over to the right side, hands it off to Haberthy. Haberthy goes from the right side to the left side, hands it off to Jaleel Harris, and the timeout will be taken by Dan Benjamin, and it will be a 30. While we've got an opportunity with 4.49 left to go in this first quarter of play, and it'll be immediate timeout, so we'll do this. 7-2, to two, Earlham on top of it over the mount. There are, we don't talk enough about the cheerleading squad here from Mount St. Joseph, and they've got three seniors that are saying goodbye here today. A.J. Hill, Leah Falk, and Lexi Pace. So congratulations to them the three senior cheerleaders here at the Mount. 7-2, Earlham on top of the Lions, and we'll be right back. Every day of the week is a party at JTAF Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAF's is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAF's menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night, and Wednesday stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, up at Defiance, Hanover leading right now by 12 at the end of the first quarter. 26-14. It's very simple. 
Defiance wins, they host on Tuesday night. Defiance loses, the Mount hosts on Tuesday night. 7-2, Earlham leading it by 5, and the Lions get the inbounds pass to Laney Studer in the front court. Studer top of the key, dribbles left-hand side outside the arc over to Jaleel Fair-Harris. Fair-Harris around from the left to the right of the lane, falls to her knees, picked up the dribble, now to Haberthy, right baseline, and she's going to be knocked out of bounds, and a foul will be called on Amy Wisner on the block. That is her first, third against the team. 4.35 left to go in the first quarter. 7-2. to Earlham on top of it, and the Lions have not done a very good job right now of shooting the basketball as they are only one of four from the field. Studer with it on the left-hand side. Brings it back out near the timeline. Goes sideline left to Harris. Dumps it off underneath the huff. Back out front to Studer. Long three from 20. Got it! Laney Studer with her first three. Lions have drawn to within two at 7-5. to five. Into the front court comes White on the left-hand side to Weisner. Back outside it goes to Kendall Spears. And a foul reaching in against the Lions will be called on Laney Studer. Studer with her first personal. And that's the second against the Lions as a team. Inbounds. Goes to Kendall Spears. Now back out to Wisner. Underneath to Spears. Spears dribbles back out front. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Kayla Bowling for the long three. No good. And the rebound chased down in the corner by Cameron White. She's got two offensive rebounds today. With it on the left-hand side. Now dribbling up to the free-throw line as Bowling kicks it back outside. Stolen away by Mackenzie Markham, who's into the ballgame. Markham, the 5-4 sophomore, had eight in the first contest. She gets the backdoor pass from Studer. Laid it up, hit the bottom of the rim. No good. And the rebound taken down by Earlham. And getting the basketball on the left side is Rosie Newhart. Feeds it over. Now between the circles to Cameron White. White swings it over on the left-hand side to Bowling. Bowling gets it off to Weisner. Weisner stops left of the lane. Back outside to Bowling. Bowling between the circles. Eight on the shot clock. Dribbles right side to the right of the lane. Put up the shot. Blocked out of the air by Huff. Pulled it down herself. Gets the ball up to Markham on the right-hand side. Now back to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy top of the circle on the left side of the front court to Laney Studer, who then will hand it off to Jaleel Fair-Harris. Harris has got the basketball out near the center circle. Gets it off to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy crossover dribble to the line. Gets it back out front to Harris. Harris pulls up for the 15-footer. Left of the lane. Got it! Jaleel Fair-Harris with her first two of the ball game, and we are knotted up at seven with 2.39 left to go in the first quarter of play. Weisner gets it back outside between the circles to Spears. Spears kicks it down into the corner to White. White back over to Spears for the 15-footer from the left baseline. Check out Newhart taking the shot. No good, and the rebound taken down by Laney Studer. Studer lobs a pass underneath to Huff. Huff. Kicks it back out front to Fair Harris for the long three left wing. Hit the back iron. No good. And the rebound will go out of bounds. And it will return to Earlham. McFarland is back into the ball game. So is Tennant. And Zoe Curtis for Earlham. Studer's going to get a breather. So is Huff. Brooklyn Sturwald back into the ball game. And so is Haley Hudson. Bringing it into the forecourt is Cameron White. Over to McFarland. McFarland dumps it off underneath to Curtis. Curtis right of the lane. Put it up from five. Got it. Zoe Curtis with her first two. 
And Erland has the lead again at 9-7. Sturwald in the backcourt. Almost double-dribbled with it. Almost pulled the right hand up to throw the pass and then pulled it away at the last second. Now to Harris. Left of the lane it goes. Left of the circle, I should say, to Hudson. Back over to Sturwald. To Haberthy. To Sturwald. Right of the lane. Kicks it outside. Got the ball taken away on the play by McFarland. McFarland gets it up the floor on a long pass to Curtis, and it will be knocked out of bounds by Haley Hudson. The senior back there playing defense, and it's a good thing because Curtis was wide open. Minute 27 left to go in the first quarter. Lions down by two, nine to seven. Inbounds pass. Top of the circle, it goes to McFarland. She'll put up the floater. No good. Rebound out of bounds, and it will return to the mount. 122 remaining to go in the quarter. Hudson will put the ball in play on the back baseline. Looking, looking. Lobs a pass into Harris on the sideline. Harris spins to her left, picks up the dribble, almost walked with it, back to Hudson. Hudson will bring it across. Boy, Hudson playing everywhere this year for the Lions. Left of the circle to Maddie Haberthy for the long three. Got it. That was for 25 for Haberthy. Her first three and the Lions have grabbed their first lead of the game and then the pass up the floor over the head and out of bounds of Cameron White. And the turnover will give it back to the Lions in the backcourt. 10-9. Lions with the lead. First time here this afternoon. Hudson will inbound the ball to Harris. Back over to Hudson on the left sideline and she'll bring it across into the front court. Boy, Hudson has played down low and now out front today for the Lions. Hudson's going to dribble right side off to Mackenzie Markham for the three. Left baseline, no good. And Cameron White takes down the rebound. She's got three today. Up the floor on the right side. It is White. White back over on the left-hand side. Bowling. Bowling lobs a pass underneath the Curtis. Right of the circle. Laid it up and in. Zoe Curtis has got four. Defensive breakdown by the Lions, and they are down by a point again at 11-10. to 10. And up the floor, Maddie Haberthy had the ball knocked away from behind and out of bounds by Cameron White. It will stay with the mount right in front of the Erland bench to the right of us. Laney Studer will come in with the shot clock off. 23.8 left to go in the game in the first quarter. Fair Harris will leave the contest. Inbounds pass goes to Studer. Studer with the basketball between the circles. Studer looking things over on the left-hand side around a pick by Hudson. Studer, top of the key. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Kicks it off to Markham. Spins to the baseline. Laid it up with the left hand. Way too hard. Rebound taken down by Earlham into the front court. Comes Tennant. Tennant to the right of the circle. All the way. Throws up a five-foot line drive. Shot at the buzzer. Got it to go. Tennant took the length of the floor after she grabbed the rebound, and she puts in the bucket. And your score at the end of one period of play, it is Earlham, 13, Mount St. Joseph, 10. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Need dinner quick for you and the kids? Hit Facebook right now and order from FNN Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road. 
Feed the kids, the family, order a combo for yourself, eat garden style, or feed the peeps. Let the guys at FN Good Chicken Tenders cater your next get together and everyone will thank you. Hand breaded chicken tenders, homemade sauces, and coleslaw to die for. It's all at FN Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order now at 451 3000. FN Good Chicken Tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. Up in defiance, Hanover leading by 12 with 6.13 left to go in the first half, 30 to 18. Here, Earlham leads it as the beginning of the second quarter, 13 to 10. Mount has the basketball. Studer putting up the shot from the top of the key, no good. And the rebound taken down by Earlham. Into the front court will be Tennant. Tennant over to McFarland. McFarland one dribble, swings it over on the left-hand side to Bowling. Bowling back out to Tennant. Tennant now to White. White with the basketball. Swings it over to Tennant. Tennant with it at the left wing. Top of the key to White. White dribbles into the lane. Threw up the shot. Partially blocked again by Huff. Pulled out of the air by Hudson. Hudson will bring it the other way for the Lions. Into the front court. Gets it on the right-hand side to Matty Haberthy. Now into the right corner. Studer back out to the left-hand side. It goes to Brooklyn Sturwald. And now she'll set up the offense at the top. Gets it over to Haberthy near the center circle. Who lost control but regains it. Ten on the shot clock. Haberthy. Left wing, stops, she's going to shoot the long three again. Maddie missed it on the left iron. And the rebound pulled down on the left-hand side by McFarland. She'll get it up the floor to Bowling. Bowling gets it back to McFarland. Bounce pass to Curtis, left of the lane all alone, and she lays it in. Curtis was just standing there. There was nobody around her. McFarland found her, and it is 15-10. Earlham on top of it, eight and a half remaining. In this first half, Haberthy will bring it across. Maddie with the bounce pass over to Hudson. Now dribbles to the right side, all the way to the hole. Got the ball knocked free, taken away by Erland. Bringing it up the floor is White. White with it on the left side, all the way to the hole. Laid it up on the rim, no good. Rebound taken down by Curtis, laid it up and in. Zoe Curtis has got eight. She had 12 in the first matchup, and it's 17-10. Lions down by seven. Into the front court comes Hudson. Hudson with the basketball between the circles. Kicks it over on the left-hand side to Studer. Studer, she's going to put up the long three. Left wing, no good. And the rebound taken down by McFarland. And a reach-in foul will be called on Huff. That is three rebounds this afternoon by McFarland with 7.55 remaining in the first half. Into the ball game. Karen Joseph. Joseph in and leaving is McFarland with those three points. Bringing it up will be Tennant. Tennant on the left-hand side to Bowling. Now back out to Zoe Curtis. Curtis swings it over to White. White with it. Got the ball stolen away by Studer. Studer up the right side. Stops at the arc. Swings it over on the left-hand side to Brooklyn Sturwald. Found nothing there, so she spins it back out front. Bounce pass to Huff left of the lane. Over to Sturwald left corner. Back out to Mackenzie Markham. And they'll reset the offense out front near the center circle to Sturger. Studer over to Sturwald. Sturwald around a pick by Huff. Stops. Pops the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Asia Tennant. Tennant will bring it the other way from right to left. Gets it on the right-hand side to Cameron White. Now off to Joseph. Joseph goes to Bowling. Underneath pass to Curtis. Posting up. Blocked from behind by Huff. Her third block of the day. Pulled down by Studer. Studer will bring it into the front court. Crossover dribble. Left of the lane to the elbow. Now stops at the wing. Lobs it back out front to Hudson. Around the center circle. 
between the circles. Hudson gets it off to Sturwald. She looked for the three-pointer, decided against it. Now back outside to Studer. Studer's going to drive right of the lane. Kick that. That was Hudson. Now back outside to Markham, and Markham shuffled the feet, coming to a jump stop and walked with the basketball. So far in the ball game, as far as the turnovers are concerned, the Lions have had three, and so has Earlham. Early in this ball game, Lions shooting just 27% from the field, while Earlham shooting 42. On the left-hand side, near the sideline is Kayla Bowling. Bowling kicks it back out front. Two white turnaround Curtis from 14 right in front of the free throw line. Right side, no good, and the rebound came down to Brooklyn Sturwald. Clears it up the floor to Studer. Now back over to Hudson. Sideline left. Hudson back out to Studer. Back over to Hudson. Hudson back to Studer as they play catch back and forth. Bounce pass from Studer to Sturwald. Tried to get a pass to Huff. It went through her, but over into the corner to Hudson. Now back outside to Sturwald. Sturwald with it. With eight on the shot clock. Dribbles left the lane all the way to the hole, and she'll be fouled going to the backboard, and it will be two shots for Brooklyn Sturwald as she was fouled in the act of shooting by Tennant. That is her first, and it is the fourth. Check out the first here in the second quarter against Erland. Rosie New, Newhart into the ball game. Natty Haberthy back in for the Lions in place of Huff. Sitting down is Curtis in place of Newhart. And going to the line, Sturwald, and Sturwald hit both free throws. That makes it 17-12. to 12. On the right side, White gets it down into the corner. White dribbles up to the wing to the free throw line. White threw it up and in. White has got six. And the Lions are down by seven again, 19-12. to 12. Haberthy into the front court with a right-hand dribble. Crossover dribble. Haberthy's going to take it all the way to the hole. Lay it up, hit the bottom of the rim, but she was fouled on the way to the bucket. That'll be the second team foul. And that is on Kayla Bowling. Bowling with her first. Second against Earlham as a team here in the second quarter. And line right is Maddie Haberthy. Put it up and it's no good. Came in shooting 84% from the stripe on the year. Second one by Haberthy. Up, oh, that one's good. Maddie with four in the ball game. And the Lions are drawn to within six at 19-13. On the left-hand side, Newhart. Newhart swings it over on the left side to Tennant. Dumps it off underneath. Newhart all alone. Left of the lane. Put it up and in. Rosie Newhart with her first two. And it's now a nine-point Earlham lead. Lions in the backcourt with Hudson. And Hudson now will dribble the basketball. Erlin seems content to just press the first pass after the inbounds, and then they drop off everything. Sturwald, left baseline for three, hit the back iron. Lions are as cold as ice right now. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant up the left-hand side with the left-hand dribble, spins up back outside and gets it off on the right wing. And driving inside is Newhart. No good. Newhart got her own rebound, and she gets it back out front to Joseph. Joseph with it on the right-hand side to Cameron White. White 
to Tennant. Now back out front on the left-hand side to White. She'll dribble the lane, put it up, blocked out of the air by Hudson. That's four blocks today by the Lions. Up the floor, Haberthy chases it down on the baseline, stops, gets it back out front to Laney Scooter, stop and go dribble, hooks a pass over to Mackenzie Markham for three, rattled it home from the left corner. Markham with her first three, Lions down by five, 21-16. The other way is Cameron White, put up the shot no good, but Rosie Newhart right there to grab the offensive rebound. Gets it outside to Tennant. Tennant on the left side to White, pass underneath, knocked free by Hudson, but Newhart got it back. Back out front to the right wing to Bowling, put up the shot no good, and the rebound thrown outside, it's picked away by Erlem. Up the floor is Bowling, and she's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. Boy, the Lions got a little too creative there on the play. And it'll be a two-shot violation when we come back. And right now, it is going to be the old media timeout. 3.42 remaining to go in this first half of action. Your score from the Harrington Center, Earlham 21 and the Mountain 16. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Right now, Hanover by 13 over Defiance up in northwest Ohio. 34 to 21. There's a minute 27 left to go in the first half of action in that one. Here, five-point Earlham lead, 21-16, 3.42 remaining to go in the first half. Second game coming up will be the men between the Lions and the Quakers. Should get underway about 3 o'clock. Earlham will be going to the line, and that will be Caleb Bowling. Bowling line left has got one point here this evening. And she misses that free throw. And the second one by Bowling from line left is good. So Bowling splits the pair. 22-16. Now Bowling leaves the contest. And back in is Kendall Spears. Inbounds pass, knocked free and out of bounds by Cameron White. So the Lions will have the basketball on the back baseline. They inbound it to Laney Studer back over to Hudson. Hudson with the basketball in the backcourt. And she'll bring it into the front court. Hudson. Dribbling out near the center circle. She's going to drive right side of the lane. Stops at the right block. Back outside to Haberthy. Left wing for the long three. No good. Rimmed it. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant will get it up the floor to White on the left-hand side. White spins it back out to Spears. Now over to Weisner, who's back into the ballgame. Weisner kicks it over on the left-hand side to Tennant. Tennant with the basketball on the left-hand side again. It goes to White. White to Weisner on the right side. Tennant at the right wing. Tennant spins it back out front. It goes to White. Eight on the shot clock. 2.57 left to go in the game clock. With it on the left-hand side is White. Tried to kick it back out to Tennant and threw it away and out of bounds. 
at halftime in defiance. It is 38-25 Hanover with the lead by 13 at the half. 22-16 here up the floor. Haberthy. Haberthy kicks it out into the right side to Markham. Dribbles one time inside the three-point arc and gets it back out front to Studer and she'll reset the offense. Studer hands it off to Sturwald. Sturwald dribbles from the left side to the right side. Sturwald on the right side of the lane. Gets it back out to Laney Studer and Studer will reset the offense again with two and a half minutes to go. Studer left of the circle. Now to Haberthy. Top of the key. Bounce pass to Hudson. Back to Studer. Left of the lane. All the way to the hole. Laid it up with the left hand. Good. Haberthy has got six, and it's 22-18. Coming the other way is White. White between the circles to McFarland on the right-hand side to Weisner. She'll drive the lane, throw it up with the left hand. No good off the backboard. Rebound, Weisner got her own rebound. Back outside to Bowling now over on the left side to White. Spun a three-pointer in and out. No good. Rebound, Studer up the floor to Haberthy. Haberthy all the way to the bucket. Put it up. No good, but a foul will be called on McFarland. She turns and looks at the official and says, I don't think so. But they call it anyway. 1.56 remaining to go, and Haberthy will go line right. Second foul of the ball game called against McFarland, and Haberthy misses the free throw. She is one for three from the stripe today after coming in shooting 84%. Second one is up and good by Maddie. She has seven in the ball game. Lions down by three, 22-19. In between the circles, McFarland gets it off the bowling. Left side to Weisner. Underneath is Zoe Curtis. Curtis, left baseline, got the ball taken away, and she stepped out of bounds while she's still on her hands on the basketball, and it will go back to the mount. 144 remaining to go in the half. At halftime, Dan Benjamin's going to talk about the three women seniors here today. Brooklyn Sirwald. Laney Studer and Haley Hudson. Up the floor, breaking away is Sturwald all the way up the floor for the layup. Good. Sturwald's got four. It's 22-21. Lions down by a point. A minute and a half remaining to go in the first half. Tennant on the right sideline. Goes to White. Back out front to McFarland. Spin move underneath to Zoe Curtis. Left of the lane. Laid it up with the left hand. Good. Boy, nice action underneath by Earlham to get the easy bucket. 24-21, they lead it. Up the floor, Haberthy, right of the lane. Haberthy now backs it outside the three-point circle. Underneath on a backdoor cut to Studer. Laid it up on the right side, no. Studer knocked her own rebound back out front, and it comes into the hands of Brooklyn Sturwald, so the shot clock resets. Under a minute to go in this first half of action. Between the circles is Hudson. Hands it off to Studer. Studer, stop and go dribble on the left side. Kicks it off to Sturwald. Now back over on the right side. Knocked free by Wisner. Stolen away by Wisner. We're right off the back end of Newhart. Newhart has it now off the right-hand side. Threw up an air ball. No good. Rebound. Zoe Curtis up and in. Zoe Curtis with her first two. Or check that with her 12th point of the ball game. She's got two offensive rebounds here today. And it's 26-21. The other way comes Studer. Picks up her dribble out near the sideline. Studer with it on the top of the key. Gets it left wing to Mackenzie Markham. Markham with the dribble. Back down into the corner. Now outside to Studer. One on the shot clock. They're not going to get the shot, shot off as Sturwald got it. And just could not get the shot put up. 
Coming into the ball game now is Kayla Bowling. Bowling will check in, and Tennant's going to leave. Jaleel Fair Harris is into the ball game, and leaving is Sturwald. We'll go over all the stats and stories at the end of the first half of action. And a half-court shot taken by Earlham is no good. Shot taken by Weiser, and that'll do it here at the end of the first half of play. And it has been a good one here from the Harrington Center. Your score at the half, it is Earlham 26, the Mount 21. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing... Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? The Rose's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Well, the Lions here this afternoon being led in scoring by Matter Haberthy, who has seven points here today. And Erlem is being led by Zoe Curtis, who's got 12 in the contest. She's the only person in double figures here today. 26-21, Erlem on top of the mount here at the half. Up in defiance, just to give you a brief telling what's happening there. It is halftime also. 38-25, Hanover over the Yellow Jackets. Lions down by five. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more second-half activities and to talk with head coach Dan Benjamin about the three seniors from Mount St. Joseph, Haley Hudson, Laney Studer, and Brooklyn Sturwald. We'll do that when we come back. What is power? It's loyalty to the game. Power inspires. Power unifies. Power never quits. Power makes the impossible possible in rising to the top. We are the Americans, and we are power. 169. Yes, 169. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, lease the all-new Cherokee Latitude for only 169 a month. Only at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast is made possible by 
JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. The Mount St. Joseph University. Effing Good Chicken Tenders. Call now to order at 513-451-3000. Jake Sweeney Auto at jakesweeney.com. And LaRosa's Pizza on Rapid Run Road. Call 513-347-1111. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Right now here at the half, 26-21. Earlham leading by five here at the intermission over the Mount St. Joseph Lions and up in Northwest Ohio, Hanover winning by 13 over Defiance in a game that Hanover needs to win today to give the Lions home court advantage in the quarterfinals coming up Tuesday night in the Heartland Conference playoffs. 38-25 Hanover winning big over Defiance. But going on elsewhere in the round corner, well, the Lions are looking for some help coming up here in this second half of action as they are down. They've got three seniors that will be could conceivably be paying, playing their final home game of their career. And Laney Studer, Brooklyn Sturwald, and Haley Hudson. And I had an opportunity to talk with Dan Benjamin, their head coach, about all three of them and just what they brought to the program and what they have looking forward to in the future. Final question. Talk about the three seniors, Markham, Hudson, Studer, what they've meant to this program. Hudson and uh, Brooklyn have gone through more injuries than you've ever seen. And, uh, you know, I could sit here probably for about two hours and talk about all the injuries those two have overcome, and uh, they don't get any better than that. Um, you talk about they came in the year right after Lauren, and we talked about it facing adversity and never giving up. And I believe all three of them were in the stands for Lauren's game, and they said that really hit them. And then yesterday in the locker room, they talked about their injuries and surgeries. And along with Laney, they all talked about the 2-23 and 23 season. You know, so when you face adversity, sometimes people don't learn the right way, and these three young ladies did. They said, uh, we all felt like quitting, but we knew we didn't want to. And then when the recruiting class sophomores came in behind them, they really liked that class, and they said, you guys helped make it easier for us to be here. And it's going to be emotional, like I said. When, when I took the job to them yesterday, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard. I was I was down and out. Not only in coaching world, but in my own personal world, having all the struggles I had and just got done dealing with Lauren and going through all that was emotionally draining. And uh, I didn't know if I was going to be around after the 2-23 and season. Uh, I questioned myself whether or not I was doing the right things. But, you know, those three young ladies stuck with us, and that made it worthwhile every day to walk into that gym and fight like hell with them. And turn it around and go to the tournament the following year, and here we are. Two years later, we're in the tournament again. Three out of their four years. And I, that was one of our goals for these young women as seniors. And they stayed the course no matter what adversity we had this year. We had three girls quit and walk away. It's easy to quit. You and I know. It's easy to quit mm-hmm. in today's society. And uh, the girls talk about that. And they're like, we fought through it and look where we're at today. Four, first time in 14 years we've had this good of a record, a winning record. Um, we get a win today. We're going to be at 14. We get a win against the Flyers. We're going to be at 15. Who knows what could happen after that. So I'm excited for these girls. Uh, sad. Sad to, to lose them. Uh, each one of them is special in their own way. you got uh, Haley, who's as tough as nails, does all the smaller stuff that you don't realize as as an undersized post player with the injury she's got. And she, she just goes out and does things. you got Brooklyn out there, the quiet leader. She could pop up and have 12 or 13 mm-hmm. 
you know, in, in a heartbeat. She's done a great job and she's a great leader out there. And then you got Lainey, who's just one of the, just a tough notch girl who meant a lot to this program. And it all showed on Wednesday night. A lot of people don't know this story. We, her and Haley missed the meeting. So I benched them. I didn't start them. I was benching them for two minutes and 30 seconds. They missed a 13 minute meeting that, uh, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, most kids would have an attitude and pout, and that's not what we were looking for. And when we got to the game, you know, I would, I'd be lying if I told you they weren't pouting just a touch. But we got the warm-ups. They did their thing. Got the tip off. We got the ball. We went the other way. We made a basket. And the first girl off up the bench cheering was Laney. <laughs> I grabbed her instead of keeping her out for two minutes and 30 seconds. And I pulled her down the end of the bench and said, Lady, come here. I, I, you, you can go in right now. She looked at me. I said, do you want to know why? She goes, why? I said, because... You just showed me your character and what you're all about, and that's why we recruited you. And so she went in, and that meant a lot to me. That meant more probably than getting a win, to see the character of a young lady that's gonna, that has led this program and, you know, led us to where we're at. And that's probably why we are 13-11 and 11 today, and that's why we're on our third out of fourth year going into the tournament. And before the ball game, we had an opportunity to talk to all three of those seniors, Haley Hudson. Brooklyn Sturwald and Laney Studer. We're going to replay that interview coming up for you at halftime of the men's game. So be sure to join us then. That'll be at halftime of the men's game. Right now, Earlham leads it by 5, 26-21. When we come back, we will be talking about the stats in the first half of action tell you just what is going on there as far as the rebounding is concerned. We'll do that when we come back. In a world where cancer is almost a daily part of the news, one cancer isn't heard about enough. Oral cancers are increasing in the U.S., and as in my own case, most people know little about them. Like many, I thought that this was a cancer that impacted much older people who had used tobacco most of their lives. While that's still a problem, the fastest growing segment of the people developing oral cancers are young non-smokers. A very common virus, one responsible for the vast majority of cervical cancers, is now identified as a cause of this rapid rise in oral cancers. Thankfully, in a fast, inexpensive, and painless visual and tactile screening, a medical or dental professional can often identify early-stage disease. So please... Next time you visit your dentist or your medical doctor, ask for this simple screening. Finding oral cancer in its earliest stages may save your life. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center. 26-21. Lions down by 5 to Earlham. Lions shot only 36% from the field in the first half. 4 of 11. They were 50% from three-point range on 2 of 4 and 0 of 2 from the charity stripe. The Lions had four blocked shots in that first half, but they had seven turnovers 
in the first half also. Two steals. Rebounds. The Lions grabbed 13 of which only one was an offensive rebound. Earlham shot 43% from the field on 6 of 14. 1 of 4 from the three-point line for 25%. And from the charity strike, Earlham did not go to the line. As far as what else is happening with the individual stats of the ball game. Zoe Curtis leads the way with Earlham. She has got 12 points this afternoon. Everyone else in single digits. Cameron White has got six. Then comes Michaela McFarland with three. Two points each to Zoe Curtis and to Rosie Newhart, who each has two. And then ten points going off to Asia Tennant. She has got two points here this evening. Two points also to Rosie Newhart. And then with just one point here this afternoon, it is Kayla Bowling. So the Lions are down by 5, 26-21 here at the end of the first half of action. And going on up in defiance, they were at halftime and they have just begun the third quarter. A minute and a half into the third quarter of play. And Hanover still hanging on to that 14-point lead. 41 to 27 and let's hope it stays right there and then we'll be back home on Tuesday night with a 7 o'clock tip off for the well, who knows what game they will be playing in the tournament anyway so that's the way it looks here 26-21, Earlham on top of the mount. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more and the second half after this. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. These tragedies have to stop. There must be accountability. Black, white, brown. We are one. We are one. One. We will not stick to sports. We will not shut up and dribble. This is bigger than basketball. Change can be uncomfortable. Change is necessary. We need to talk. We need to act. We matter. We must unite. Say his name, Stephon Clark. Stephon Clark. We must unite. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast is made possible by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. Sunday's Pub at 8582 Winton Road. Ascent Safety Solutions. Call 513-351-1222. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the biggest lead Earlham has had here in the first half was eight points. The biggest lead the Mount had was one. The score was tied up one time. Lead changed hands twice. But right now, Earlham leads it by five, 26 to 21. They will have the basketball to open up the second half of action. Going from left to right across your screen, it is Curtis, Bowling, McFarland, Tennant, and White out on the floor for Shauna Watson's Earlham Quakers. With the basketball, left of the circle. White has it back out to Tennant. Swings it on the right-hand side. 
to Bowling. Bowling back over to White, dribbles down to the left baseline, and an offensive foul is going to be called on White as she threw an elbow with the dribble. White with her second personal foul, and that is the first here in the third quarter. 26-21, 9.41 remaining in the third. With it, Studer in the backcourt over on the right-hand side to Haley Hudson. She'll bring it into the front court. Hudson dribbles it up herself, gets it off to Studer, lobs a pass right elbow to Huff, back out front to Haberty. Haberty looked for the shot, didn't take it, top of the key. Maddie down to the left elbow, back outside. And she goes over to the right side to Brooklyn Sturwald. Sturwald left of the circle, five on the shot clock. Sturwald backs it up. She's got to force it up, got the ball knocked free, stolen away by Tennant. Tennant will bring it up to the left-hand side. Crossover dribble to the three-point arc. Now backs it out front, and it goes to McFarland. On the right-hand side to Cameron White. Back over to Tennant. Left wing to Bowling. Bowling back to Tennant on the right side. Tennant gets into the free-throw line to Curtis, who's playing the high post now. On the left-hand side is Cameron White put up the shot. No good, and the rebound chased down by Tennant. Tennant gets it off to White between the circles to McFarland on the left-hand side. Bounce pass underneath on a nice feed in the back door to Curtis, and she put it up no good, but she's fouled from behind by the Lions. And that foul is going to be against Aaliyah Huff. That's her first team first here in the second half, 8.35 remaining in it. The third quarter of play going line right, Zoe Curtis. She's got 12, shooting 74% from the line, and she drilled the first one. Now the second one. Eyes it, shoots it, got them both. Zoe Curtis with 14 in the ball game. Typical Zoe Day. With it is Hudson. Hudson in the backcourt. Almost carried the basketball. Got the ball knocked free. Rebound taken down. Now she gets it up the floor to Sturwald. Top of the key. Crossover dribble. Goes left wing to Hudson. Hudson are on a pick by Huff to the right side of the lane. Back over in the right corner to the Studer. Pump fake. She'll drive it on the baseline. No good. Rebound taken outside by Mackenzie Markham. Who's into the ball game. Gets it off to Hudson. Hudson drives the right side of the lane. Laid it up and in. Haley Hudson. Boy, that's a dimension the Lions haven't seen a lot of this year. She's got her first two lines down by 5-28-23. On the right-hand side. Goes back to White. White over to Tennant. Left wing to Bowling, and Bowling drills it. Bowling took the deep three-pointer. She has got four in the ball game, and it is 31-23 Earlham. With it between the circles on the right-hand side. It is Laney Studer, and she put it up no good, and the rebound taken down by McFarland. Boy, the Lions have gone cold at the wrong point in the game. With it is McFarland on the left-hand side. McFarland with the basketball, dumps a pass underneath to Zoe Curtis, put it up no good, rebound tapped around, comes into the hands of Aaliyah Huff. Big defensive stand by the Lions, and especially Huff on that dribble on the left-hand side. Huff with it now on the right side. She'll drive right of the lane, throw it up, put it on the iron. Won't go, but she's fouled on the way to the bucket, and she'll shoot two. Well, let's see who's going to get the foul. Should have been 44. They're going to say it's 43. 
And that's Zoe Curtis. And putting it up and in is Aaliyah Huff. So Huff gets the bucket. She's got three. Second one by Huff. Good again. Huff needs six. And it's 31-25. Six-point deficit shown by the Lions. Into the front court, Jaleel Harfaris. Now between the circles to McFarland for the long three. Hit the side iron. No. And the rebound taken down by Laney Studer. Clears it up the floor to Hudson. Hudson back out to Laney Studer. And getting a shot up on the right-hand side is Studer. Studer got her on rebound. Put it up and in. Studer has got five in the ballgame. And then the pass stolen by Studer. Laid it up. She blew the layup. Rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant will get it up the floor into the front court on the run. Kicks it over into the left baseline to White for three. Oh, that's a killer. Cameron White has got nine in the ballgame. And it is 34-27. Earlham on top of it by seven. Boy, what a big missed shot that was by Studer. On the left-hand side, Markham dribbles up top of the circle. Markham, right of the circle now with the left hand, spins into the lane, kicks it back out in the left corner to Hudson. Hudson lobs a pass underneath the Huff, right in the lane, put it up and in, and she's fouled. What a pass by Hudson to Huff on the right side. It'll count. And the foul is going to be called on Tennant. That will be her second, and that's the third against Erlem as a team. Huff has got... Looks like she's got eight or six points here this evening, and she'll go to the line shooting to complete the three-point play, and she does. Huff has got nine in the ballgame now, and the Lions are down by four, 34-30. Into the front court comes Tennant. On the left-hand side, Amy Weisner, who's back into the ballgame. Now over to Kendall Spears. Spears checked in with Weisner at the last buzzer, by the way. Passes underneath to Curtis, kicks it back out to the left side to Tennant from the long three, missed at everything. And the rebound taken down by Brooklyn Sturwald. She'll bring it up from right to left. On the left-hand side is Laney Studer. Studer with a right-hand dribble, looking for a drive, can't find one. Gets it back over on the left-hand side. Studer put up the two-point, no good. Got it to Huff, right back to Studer. Kicks it back outside to Hudson. Back over to Studer, baseline right from 15, got it! Studer's got seven. Lions have cut it to two. 34-32. In the backcourt, Tennant brings it up. Lions going with a half-court trap now. Tennant's going to dribble right down into the corner. And she stepped on the sideline and out of bounds. Now the media timeout will be taken here in the third quarter of play with 4.52 remaining in the third. It's now Earlham 34 and the Lions 32. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name. Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello. My name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available. Hello. My name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello. I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello. My name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. 
If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Up in defiance, Hanover has opened up a 22-point lead over the Yellow Jackets, 56-34, and barring a major comeback by the Yellow Jackets, the Lions will be hosting Defiance in the quarterfinals of the tournament here on Tuesday night at the Harrington Center at 7 o'clock. Studer will have the basketball after the media timeout. And she brings it up the right side. Lions down by two, 34-32. Markham with it, kicks it back outside to Hudson. Hudson around a pick by Huff all the way to the hole. Threw it up with the right hand. Missed it too hard. And the rebound taken down by Kyra Joseph. Lions with an excellent opportunity to tie the ball game up, but they just couldn't get the ball to go down through the hole. Joseph on the right side to Weisner. Weisner dribbles to the top of the key. The tenant left of the lane to Curtis, and a foul will be called against Huff. Aaliyah Huff with her second. And that's the second against the Lions as a team. Brooklyn Sturwald will leave the ball game, and Maddie Habit. Haberthy will come back in. 34-32. Erlem will inbound the basketball into the right corner to Kayla Boeing. Put it up no good, but Curtis got the rebound and put it up and in. She has got six in the ball game, and it is again a four-point lead by Erlem as we've hit the halfway mark of this third quarter. Hudson with the basketball, hands it off on the left-hand side to Studer. Studer, top of the key. Studer with the right-hand dribble is going to take it all the way to the hole. Throw up the floater off the rim and in, and she's fouled. Studer with an opportunity to pull the Lions to within one. Kayla Bowling will get hit with a foul. That is her second. Studer on the evening, nine points, make it ten. Her average coming in was 12. She's got 10. And it's 36-35. Lions down by a point with 3.45 remaining in this third quarter. Joseph to the free throw line. Gets it on the left-hand side to White. Put it up short. Rebound Huff. Aaliyah Huff clears it up the floor. Into the front court. To Hudson. Down into the left corner to Haberthy for the left corner. Three. Got it. Haberthy has got 10. That's her second three of the afternoon. And the Lions have taken the lead again at 38-36. With it is Joseph on the left-hand side. It goes to White. Now over to Tennant. Tennant to White in the corner. Corner. White dribbles up top of the circle to Bowling. Back over to White. White looking underneath. Lions in a 2-3 zone now. On the right-hand side to White. Top of the key. Bowling for three. She missed everything, and it goes out of bounds. Back to the Lions. Boy, the Lions are starting to shoot the basketball better here in the second half. They are now 13 of 32 from the field for 41%. Meanwhile, the defense is clamped down on Erlem. They're shooting only 36%. Hudson will bring it into the front court. Hudson gets a bounce pass over to Studer on the left side. Now Studer between the circles. Going to take it around a pick by Huff all the way to the hole. Put it up off the glass and rim. No good. And Studer tapped it out front. It goes to Huff. Back into the corner to Markham. Back out front to Studer. Make it to Hudson. Excuse me. Now to Huff on the left side. Hudson for three. Got it! Hudson's got five. Boy, these seniors are saying goodbye in grand fashion. 2.22 to go in the third. It is Mount 
41. Erlem. 36, timeout, Erlem. Mount St. Joseph University is the Catholic University on a mission to give education greater purpose. Located on the west side of Cincinnati, the Mount is dedicated to helping students become competent, compassionate, critical thinkers, ready to make a meaningful impact on the world. Nearly 99% of those who earn a degree from Mount St. Joseph University are employed, enrolled in graduate studies, or volunteering within six months of graduation. Discover your mission by visiting msj.edu. People just love the quality from and Good Chicken Tenders on 5102 Crookshank Road in Cincinnati. They use fresh chicken, and it's always hand-breaded with homemade sauces daily. And order the coleslaw. You won't regret it. Ordering out is easy at and Good Chicken Tenders. Order dinner on Facebook right now or call 451-3000. At and Good Chicken Tenders, order up a combo, feed the family, or your sudden drop-in guests. and Good Chicken Tenders, located at 5102 Crookshank Road. Order at 451-3000. and Good Chicken Tenders, real chicken, real fast, real good. Well, the dance team just got done entertaining the crowd here at the Harrington Center. They've got a couple of seniors on their dance team also. Riley Ferguson and Lizzie Sammons. So congratulations to them as they will graduate coming up later on this spring. Bringing it up the floor after the timeout is Tennant, who's back into the ballgame. Tennant gets it over to McFarland, hit her in the feet, but McFarland picked the ball back up on the right side to White, back over to Tennant, left wing bowling. Bowling back out front to Tennant. Now to bowling again. Left wing. Dribbles to the left elbow. Put up the shot. Blocked out of the air by Huff again. That's her fourth block of the afternoon. Gets it up the floor to Scooter. Into the front court. We're under two minutes to go in the third. Scooter hands it off to Hudson. Hudson around a pick by Huff. And they're going to call a foul on bowling as she tried to squeeze in between Hudson and Huff on the pick. Bowling picks up her third personal foul. And that's the fifth team foul against Earlham. So going line left will be Haley Hudson. Hudson shooting 88% from the stripe on the year. And, of course, as soon as I say that, I jinx her. And she misses the front end. Back into the ballgame, Spears leaving McFarland. Hudson's got five. She just hit the three-pointer a few seconds ago. Second one by Hudson. Good again. Shouldn't say good again, as that's the first one she hit as she split the pair. Now Hudson will leave, and Brooklyn Sturwald comes in, one senior for another. Putting the ball in play, Earlham in the backcourt. They get it to Tennant. Tennant into the front court across the timeline. A minute 45 to go in the third. Lions leading it by six, their biggest lead of the afternoon. Pass into the wing, stolen away by Studer. Studer on the right side, pulls it back out front, and gets it off to Sturwald, and the Lions will set up the offense. Sturwald on the right side, gets it off to Matty Haberthy. Right elbow to Huff. Huff one dribble, down into the right corner to Studer. Around a pick by Huff. Studer wanted to shoot the three. She'll drive into the lane, throw up the floater on the rim. Won't fall, and the rebound taken down by White. White will get it up the floor to Tennant on the right-hand side. Tennant fakes to the left, goes to the right. Back outside to Spears put it up from three. No good. And the rebound saved on the baseline right into the hands of Maddie Haberthy. Behind the back dribble across the timeline to the top of the key with the right hand. Haberthy again behind the back. Around a pick by Huff. All the way to the hole. Laid it up. Missed it. She was too wide open and blew the layup. Getting the rebound is Tennant. Tennant will bring it up the floor on the right side. Kick it off top of the key to Spears. On the left-hand side, White. White inside the arc from the left wing. 17-footer, no good. Rebound chased down in the corner by Amy Wisner of Erlen. Top of the key 
to Spears for three. Drove it. Kendall Spears with her first points of the ball game, and it's 42-39. And again, Erlem goes back to the full court pressure. 25 seconds to go in this third quarter. Shot clock is off. Haberthy across the timeline. Looks over to Dan Benjamin for the play around a pick by Studer. And Studer is being face guarded. They do not want Studer to get her hands on the basketball. Haberthy brings it back out near the timeline on the left side. Eight seconds. Haberthy to the right elbow. Down to the right baseline into the corner. Stops. Bounce pass to Huff. Right baseline. Put up the shot. Missed it. And the rebound knocked around. And that will be the end of the third quarter of play. So the Lions cannot capitalize on the missed shot as we head into the final quarter of play from the Harrington Center as the end of the regular season is upon us. It is the Mount 42, Earlham 39. 16-9. Yes. 16-9. It's Rocktoberfest at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. During Jeep Adventure Days, get a new Compass Sport as low as 16-9. Only at Jake Swinney Jeep Tri-County. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, Dan Benjamin pretty much went with the same lineup throughout that entire third quarter of play. Let's see just how spent these girls are. Mackenzie Markham out on the floor with Brooklyn Sturwald, Huff, Haberthy, and Studer. White on the floor along with Wisner, Tennant, Zoe Curtis, and Spears for Earlham. Lions have the basketball going from right to left as we open up the final quarter of the regular season. And the Lions leading it by three, 42-39. With the basketball out between the circles is Brooklyn Sturwald. Left corner to Mackenzie Markham for three. Missed it. Rebound loose on the baseline. Out of bounds. And Huff was the last person to touch it, according to the official. Not sure if he knew who touched it and just made an educated guess. But whatever it is, it will go back to Earlham. And they are down by three. And Hanover is easily winning at Defiance this afternoon. Eight minutes to go in that ball game, and Hanover leads it by 20. With it between the circles is White. Now to Tennant, top of the key to Spears. Long line drive three, straight away, no good. And White came in and swooped and got the rebound. Back over to Spears, left wing Wisner. Wisner, top of the key to Tennant. Tennant swings it over on the right wing to White, down into the corner to Spears, back out front. It goes to White, now to Tennant, on the left wing, Wisner. Wisner to the left elbow, to the right side, White. Pump fake outside the three-point arc. Lions back in that 2-3 on the right baseline. Spears put it up, no good, and Wisner got the rebound again, and then a foul is going to be called on Laney Studer for reaching in. That is her second, and that will be the first against the Lions here in the fourth quarter of play. 8.56 remaining. Tennant with the basketball on the left side of the front court. Sideline left. Goes over to Spears. Now to Wisner on the left wing. Down to 
Tennant. Back underneath the Spears. Left of Lane Curtis. Kicks it out to the right wing. To White. Put it up too hard. And the rebound, Laney Studer. Studer gets it up the floor to Haberthy. All the way to the hole. Threw it up on the rim. Won't go again. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Tennant gets it up the floor on the left-hand side. To Curtis. Now back out front to Tennant. Right wing to White. White over to Tennant. Tennant directing traffic out front. Now to White. On the right wing to Wisner. To the free throw line, Curtis. Curtis at the elbow. Top of the key to White on the left wing, Tennant. Bounce pass into the left corner. It goes to Spears. Bounce pass underneath to Curtis. Left block, triple team. Ball knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Studer. Studer will bring it up the right side. It's a three-on-two fast break. On the left baseline to Haberthy for the standalone three. No good again. Rebound, Studer. Knocked it on the baseline. Out of bounds off of White. It will stay with the Lions. 7.56 7.56 remaining to go in the ball game, and the Lions right now clinging to a 42-39 lead, which is what they had at the beginning of the quarter. Neither team has scored, and we've played two and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. Mackenzie Markham hands it off to Brooklyn Sturwald. Sturwald with it right in the circle. She's going to put it up from three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Spears and then throws it almost away but saved on the sideline by Tennant. She'll bring it into the front court. On the right-hand side to White. Top of the key, Spears. Long 25-foot three-pointer. Got it. Kendall Spears has tied things up with her sixth point of the ball game. And we're knotted up at 42. Again, full court pressure. Inbounds pass. Knocked free. Picked off the floor, though, by Laney Studer. Sideline right. She gets it across the timeline to Maddie Haberthy. And a foul is going to be called on Kendall Spears on the sideline. Spears will pick up her first personal. That is the first against Earlham here in the fourth quarter. Huff is out of the ball game. Haley Hudson back in. Wisner has left also. And back into the contest is Kayla Bowling. Top of the circle. Lions have it. They get it off to Haberthy. Now on the right side, it goes to Haley Hudson playing the high post. Top of the key, Haberthy for the three. No good off the back iron. And the rebound taken down by Tennant. Up the floor. Intercepted by Hudson. Hudson brings it up the right side. All the way to the hole. Haley takes it into the hole, and she's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. And Haley will go to the line shooting two shots. Foul will be called on Tennant. Shauna Watson wanted a jump ball, but the official underneath immediately called the foul. Tennant with her third personal, and Hudson has had a tough time here to the free throw line. Misses the front end. She is one for three. Came in shooting 88%. Second one from line left by Hudson. Got it. Hudson has seven. And it is 43-42. Lions lead it again by a point. Tennant into the front court. Around Studer. Up the left-hand side. And a foul is going to be called on Studer as she slapped at the basketball and hit Tennant on the arm. That will be Laney Studer's third personal. And tell you what, the last thing the Lions need is to lose Laney Studer late in this game. 6.35 remaining. Top of the circle. Spears goes off on the right-hand side to White on the left wing. Now to Tennant, left baseline Bowling. Bowling dribbles up to the wing outside the arc. Now on the right side it goes to White. Back over to Bowling, left wing to White, top of the key. Swings it to Tennant on the right side. To Bowling against that 2-3. Now right side 
to Tennant to the free throw line. Spears put it up and from 14 and got it. Spears has got eight. She had four in the first game. And Earlham has got the lead again at 44 to 43. Into the front court is Studer. Under six minutes to go in the ballgame. Studer, crossover dribble all the way to the hole. Threw up at 14. Put her, got it! Timeout, Lions. Laney Studer has got 12 in the ballgame, and she has just given the Lions the lead again at 45-44. Timeout, Lions with 5.51 remaining to go in the ballgame. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mount St. Joseph University and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. 5.51 left to go here on Senior Day. Lions lead it by a point. 45-44. Laney Studer has got 12 points to lead the way for the Mount and leading the way for Earlham is Zoe Curtis with 14, but she has not scored in the second half. And there's a conversation going on just away from the scorer's table with Shauna Watson, and let's see what they've got. They're checking, I think, to see the amount of timeouts that the Lions have, and now the official will come over and tell Dan Benjamin what the situation is. It's one disadvantage to being high above the floor here at the Harrington Center. It's a great vantage point to watch the game, but to know exactly what's happening down on the floor when there is a discrepancy like this, it's hard to understand unless you actually see what is going on. Full court pressure put on by the Lions now. 2-2-1 zone press. Inbounds pass made to White. Back over to Tennant. And the Lions just drop off and pick him up at midcourt. Into the front court. Tennant between the circle spears on the left-hand side to Bowling. Bowling top of the key on the right-hand side. It goes to Tennant. Now back on the right corner to White. White swings it over to Bowling. Back to White. Right of the circle. Outside the three-point arc. Top of the key. Bowling on the left wing. Tennant. Tennant five on the shot clock. Back over to Bowling. All the way to the hole. Threw it up from 14. No good. Rebound pulled out of the air by Zoe Curtis. Blocked from behind by Spear. By Zoe Laney Studer, excuse me. Now off on the left-hand side to Brooklyn Sturwald. Sturwald with it as we're hitting the five-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Hudson with it between the circles. Setting up the offense to Haberthy. She'll drive the lane all the way to the hole with the left-hand. Good! Haberthy has 12 Lions by three, 47-44. Into the front court comes Tennant. Tennant between the circles with a left-hand dribble off the bowling. Top of the key, Spears looked for the three, but quickly covered by Laney Studer. Now over to White. White stepped inside the arc, outside to Spears. On the left wing, it goes to Tennant. Left side to Bowling. Now back out front to Tennant to the free throw line, Curtis. Outside on the left wing to Bowling for the long three from 25. Got it. Kayla Bowling has got nine, and we are knotted up again at 47. What a game this one has been. Earlham fighting for their playoff lives, and the Lions, it looks like they're going to host Tuesday night's game as Hanover is leading by 21-63-42. Haberthy 
Gets bumped on the way to the hole. No call. Rebound pulled down by Earlham. Up the floor comes Bowling all the way to the floor. And Hant Hudson blocks the ball out of bounds. And it will stay with Earlham to the right of us. 4-0-1 remaining. Lions and Earlham tied at 47. Putting it in play will be right. White to the right of her own bucket. White feeds it into the left corner to Spears. Dumps it off to Curtis. Left of the lane. Spins to the baseline with a left hand. Put it up from five. Good. Zoe Curtis has got 16. And again, Earlham has the lead. Into the front court comes Studer. Studer on the right side of the front court. Now dribbles top of the circle to Haberthy. Bounce pass to Hudson. Right elbow. Top of the key, it goes to Haberthy. Haberthy's going to throw up the three. Got it! Maddie's got 15 in the ball game, and the Lions lead it now, 50-49. to 49. Top of the key, Spears, long three-pointer. No good, rebound, Studer. Studer will bring the basketball up the floor with a one-point lead, 3-10 to go in the ball game. Studer, left of the circle. Look to drive inside. Now backs it out front and will reset the offense and run a few more seconds. 14 on the shot clock. Studer is going to take it to the hole. Put up the floater. Good again. Studer has got 14. 52-49. Lions by three. 2.53 remaining. On the left side is Spears. Between the circles, right side to White. On the left wing, it goes to Tennant. Outside the three-point arc as they throw it around the perimeter. To Bowling, right side White. White looking it against that 2-1-2 now. Gets it off to Spears, knocked free, picked up by Tennant, right side, dribbles down to the right block, and a foul is going to be called. No, check that. Before the foul was called, it was a timeout taken by Earlham, and it will be a full timeout. So now the coaching begins. 2.31 left to go in this game. Your score from the Harrington Center, it's the Mount 52, Earlham. 49. Everyone loves pizza. But when people who love to serve their family recipes come together with people who really love to enjoy them, that's when the magic happens. That's the recipe for happy. Now, who's hungry? La Rosa's Family Pizzeria. The recipe for happy. Order La Rosa's Pizza now at 347-1111. Ascent Safety Solutions focuses on preventing injuries before they happen. Ascent partners with employers to create a strong safety culture through ongoing safety evaluations, writing, and implementing safety policies and procedures, and OSHA-compliant training. Having challenges on the job site? Ascent provides job site inspections, along with temporary and full-time on-site safety staffing across the nation. Ascent Safety Solutions. Together, we can improve lives and reduce claim costs at the same time. Call Tommy Watkins at 513-351-1222. Well, while you were away, Earlham inbounded the basketball. Kendall Spears took a three-pointer from the left corner, missed it, and a foul was called underneath on the rebound. And I believe it is on Brooklyn Sturwald, and it is. Sturwald gets hit with her second personal. Earlham will have it. Shot clock resets to 30. 2.25 left to go in the game. Top of the key, White. Swings it on the left-hand side. Bowling back to White on the right wing to Tennant. 
Now the Lions have gone with a 1-2-2 zone underneath Curtis. Curtis almost walked with it, got it outside, and it's through the hands of White and out of bounds. Lions get the ball back after the 12th turnover of the ball game against the Quakers. 2-13 remaining. Lions by three, 52-49. Their biggest lead was six early in the third quarter. Sturwald brings it across the timeline. Crossover dribble around a pick by Hudson. Sturwald all the way to the hole. Threw it up. Missed everything. Looked like she got hammered. No call. And bringing it up is Bolix. Picks up her dribble between the circles to Spears on the left sideline. It goes back to White on the right wing. Tennant, Tennant, down over to Bowling, right side, outside to Tennant. On the left wing, it goes to White. A minute 44 to go on the game clock. 13 on the shot clock. White, left wing, top of the key, Tennant. Right side, Bowling for three again from 20. No good, rebound out of bounds. Back to the Lions. 1.33 remaining. Up in defiance, 6.49 left to go. In the ball game, and Hanover has got a 21-point lead over Defiance. Say hello to the Yellow Jackets on Tuesday night here at the Harrington Center. Get your tickets early. Game will begin at 7. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 6.30. With it on the right side is Studer. Studer crossover dribble on the right wing. Stops at the right sideline outside the arc. Studer's going to put up the three. No good. Rebound. Nice box out by White against Haberthy. Got the rebound. Gets it off to Tennant. Tennant will bring it across the timeline. Now double teamed into the backcourt and a foul is going to be called on Haberthy. Boy, talk about a gift. Into the ball game now is bowling and leaving will be Amy Wisner. A minute five to go and the Lions are going to use a timeout. 105 remaining, and it will be at 30, so we're going to keep it here during this 30-second timeout. 52-49. want to thank the entire sports information department here at Mount St. Joseph University. Blake Watson and his crew. Boy, when you come here and you get the treatment and all of the information, the stats and figures and stories that you can get here that you don't get at other schools in the conference. It really is a joy to work with these guys, Blake and his crew, and our thanks to Steve Radcliffe, the athletic director also. Thanks to everybody here at Mount St. Joseph University who have made our first two years here very, very enjoyable. Thank you very much. 52-49, a minute left to go in the ball game. Earlham with the basketball. On the left-hand side it goes to Tennant. Swings it over to Bowling. Now back out front White to Tennant on the left wing. Two Spears for three, rimmed it, no good, rebound knocked around, taken down underneath by Haberthy. Haberthy swings it up the floor and a foul will be called in the backcourt in the pass. And it is going to be on bowling. And that will be her fourth. Now coming into the ballgame will be McFarlane and leaving his bowling as Shauna Watson starts doing offense for defense. That is the third team foul against Earlham. And let's see, what do we have? The officials are over to the scorer's table trying to get everything figured out. Now, going to see who that foul was signaled against. And the officials will talk it around. I don't know why there is any discrepancy. It was He clearly signaled bowling for the foul, 12. 43.6 to go. 
Lions by three, and they have the basketball. Hudson in the backcourt. She's going to throw it up the floor. Sterwald all alone for the layup, up and in. Sterwald with six. Lions lead it by five. 54-49, 41.1 seconds to go. And it is a 30-second timeout taken by Earlham. What a play. Hudson inbounded it from three-quarter court. A little further ahead than three-quarter court, actually. And Sturwald just broke free on an errant defensive assignment by Earlham. Hudson spotted her, and she threw it up the floor for the two points. 54-49 Lions as they are going for their 14th win of the season. Final score from Defiance. Hanover wins it 73-56, so the tournament will come to the Harrington Center on Tuesday night against Defiance at 7 o'clock. You can hear it here if you can't make it. On the left-hand side, White. White, 30 seconds ago. On the right wing to Joseph, and Joseph just drilled the three. Kara Joseph just came into the ball game and drilled the three from the right wing, and that cuts the lead down to two, 54-52 with 33.1 seconds left to go in this ball game, and it will be a full timeout, so we'll take one also. 33.1 seconds to go in the game. It is now the mount, 54. Earlham 52. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night and Wednesday stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center. So, Hanover wins it 73-56 to this afternoon over Defiance. So, Defiance will be here on Tuesday night to open up the tournament. And the winner will move forward and play the number one seed at Transylvania, probably down at Transylvania in Lexington on Friday. Hudson will put the ball in play near the scorer's table. Does to Studer, and she is going to be fouled by Tennant on the play. So Hanover wants to send the Lions to the line. 31.4 remaining. 54-52. And that will put, that will not put the Lions at the line, but the second one, now the ball is inbounded to Studer, and Tennant will get hit with the foul again, and that one will put the Lions to the line. Bowling will come in, and Tennant will leave as she fouls out of the ballgame. Now McFarland is coming in for Earlham, and leaving is Amy Wisner. Studer will go to the line. And let's see, now the officials want to talk it over. And I'm not sure what they're discussing now. And it will be a two-shot foul for Studer. She puts it up and in. So Studer's got 15, and 
immediately after she hits that free throw. Shauna Watson wanted to call a timeout, then thought better of it. And she'll wait till after the second one. The Studer put it up and in, and now Watson will use the timeout. 16 in the ball game for Laney Studer. Lions lead it by four. And again, another 30 taken by Shauna Watson. I don't know how many 30s in the world you could have. Both teams are out of timeouts. 30.1 seconds to go in the ballgame. By the way, I wanted to thank Dr. Williams, the president here at Mount St. Joseph University, for allowing us permission to do these broadcasts. Such a great thing we've been able to do over the last couple of years. It's been a lot of fun with the men's team winning the Heartland regular season title a year ago. The football team winning the a portion of the championship this past year. And now the women going to the tournament for the third year out of four. But now they get to host a game. 56-52, 30 seconds to go in the ballgame. Inbounds pass made to White. Four-point lead. Top of the key, McFarland. McFarland, 25 on the shot clock. On the right side, knocked away by Studer and out of bounds. 21 and a half remaining to go. Not sure why the shot clock is on. There is a half-second differential between the two, and shot clock is behind the game clock. In the pass goes to Curtis, put up the shot, no good. Rebound bowling, kicked it out to White, left wing three by White, got it! And it's suddenly a one-point game with 13 and a half left to go. Up the floor, Haberthy, and Haberthy is going to be fouled with 11.9 to go. Cameron White has got 12, and she has hit the three-pointer to draw Earlham to within one. 11.9 remaining to go in the ballgame. Haberthy will go to the line shooting two. Maddie today, 15 points on the afternoon, two for four from the line. On the year, shooting 84%, and she missed it. Now that changes the complexion of what Earlham has to do. They've got no timeouts left. They'll have to go for two. Second one for Haberthy. Good. So that makes it a two-point game. 57-55. Bringing it up is White. White splits the defense. Dumps it off to Curtis. Laid it up and in. It's a tie ball game. Inbounds to Studer. Studer at tied at 57. Studer gets it off to Haberthy. Haberthy top of the key on the run. Got it to go. It's good at the buzzer. Haberthy threw up the runner from inside the key, and it'll count. The officials run off the floor. It is over. Haberthy with a 17-footer at the end of the game at the buzzer gives the mouth the win. 59 to 57. Wow. I wasn't sure if it was good or not. But if you look at it on the tape, it doesn't matter. It will count. The game is over, and the Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 59 to 57. They are now 14 and 11 on the season, and they are going to host Defiance on Tuesday night right back here at the Harrington Center. Your final score today, the Mount 59, Earlham 57. We'll be back to wrap things up here from the Harrington Center and get set 
for the men's game when we come back right after this.